What's up, guys, and welcome back to the Impact Defense Podcast. In this podcast, we're actually going to start a new series on technological security. So we ask our good friend uh, and resident, uh, what, what did we decide to call him last time? Privacy enthusiast to come back on the podcast and join us. Some guy who likes privacy. Some guy who likes privacy. Y'all are really tiptoeing around the nerd moniker. I don't mind. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, our resident nerd. All right. So, like I said, we're starting a new series, and this is more technological security uh, and safety. And with this one, we're really going to be talking about the phones. And this is the thing that we carry in our pockets all the time and everything else. Thank and then, you for clarifying. I didn't know what a phone was. Yeah, well, you know, some people... <laughs> no clue. <laughs> some people do still have them that plug into the wall. Um, yeah, I know, it's, but, you know, there are some houses around that I'm aware of that still have those. Usually they also have a cell phone, though. Yeah, I know. <laughs> For instance, my parents still have a phone that plugs into the wall, but they also have a cell phone. When did we stop calling them landlines? <laughs> I was just... I, I know it's called a landline, but okay. he originally referenced it as a phone that plugs into was, the wall, so I was just I was just sticking. joking. I was like, man, how out of touch am I with this younger generation? Thomas, you're not sitting in here with... You know, we discussed last time, I am one year younger than you, and we still graduated together. Okay. Just because I was so smart, I graduated early, you know? Let's go with that. So, as first and always, we're going to talk about blackout coffee. Uh, this morning... I don't have my coffee to do the Simba thing, Dad, on it. Uh, that's your fault for not having your coffee. I know. <laughs> so, this morning, we were, talking, or we were drinking uh, chocolate cherry, which is still, I think, the favorite flavor. Just as it out the same vibe. Which is still the sa- the favorite flavor of most everybody at the table, right? I think so, yeah. Overall, actually, mine is technically the the cinnamon French toast. Okay, one. so yeah, it's not really anybody's technically favorite flavor then. Okay, it's mine, so never mind. But everybody likes it, right? <laughs> But Blackout Coffee makes some awesome small batch coffee. If you guys want to try it yourselves, head over to impactgear.live slash coffee, and that will let them know that we sent you. That helps uh, us as a channel. If you go over there and purchase something through that link, especially if they're not running a promotion at the moment, use the coupon code impact defense, and that will get you 10% off of your order. Anyway, now on to the new story. All right, a little something a little different today. I've got the news story, and this really is kind of going into what we are talking about in this particular episode. All right, this is from CNBC. Despite the rise of sophisticated crypto frauds and ransomware plots, phone scams continue to trick Americans out of tens of billions of dollars each year. That's amazing. So it's very I was cheap. Not expecting the billions. I know. It is very cheap to set up an automatic dialer and plug a bunch of numbers into it, whether they're random or whether they're intentional by geography or by demographic, and place millions of phone calls in a very short period of time, says Clayton, somebody's last name that I cannot pronounce, senior executive advisor at Truecaller. It's a numbers game. Phone scams are on the rise. Truecaller, which makes an app that blocks spam calls, estimates that nearly 70 million Americans have lost money to phone scams in 2022 and that those scammers made off with nearly $40 billion in total. Phone scams include frauds that begin with calls and text messages. 
So it's not really a specific story. It's more along the lines of like, holy crap, this is a seriously important thing. And I think, I don't know, but it does seem like they kind of target maybe older people a lot of times. But I mean, it goes out everywhere. We get them constantly. Mm-hmm. But most of the people that I know that kind of fall for them are, are older. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's, it's the least confident people fall for it. As in, I don't know uh, anything about technology. I don't understand this phone. Yeah. I don't understand. Maybe this is real. I don't feel comfortable enough with my level of familiarity with technology, with my level of comfort. I'm going to have to trust they know more than I do. And then, boom. Yeah. They've got another, they've got another person put. Okay, so looking at phone scams and things along those lines, first off, you know, like what kind of things, where do we see most phone scams? Hello, we're here to talk to you about your car's extended warranty. (laughs) Or your life insurance. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know about life insurance, but I do get the ones about health insurance a lot, too. (laughs) I get the ones about life insurance. I haven't gotten a phone scam in a while. Really? Yeah, I mostly just get calls from whatever whoever had my number before. It's like we're looking for Douglas. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong number. Mine's okay, Tracy. you have a nice day. <gasps> so, as soon as we finish re- recording the podcast, you're gonna yeah, get yeah. one. <laughs> Probably. Now, I've been getting a lot for the past year and a half. My wife and I we built or bought and built a new home. I've been getting a ton of them. Uh, folks uh, trying to buy our property. You know, because mm-hmm. they see the, the new uh, property sale going up on the GIS websites and things like that. Yeah. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm getting those through calls, through text, all kinds mm-hmm. of crap. So, yeah, there's just, just all kinds of different ways. You know, then you have people who you hear about, and this is one of the ones I have found out or I have uh, heard that so many older people have fallen for, and that's they will call posing as a grandchild saying, I need money here. You know, and wire that I'm I'm at this place. I need you to wire me some money. Blah blah blah. I'm in trouble. Blah blah blah. And they'll turn around and wire money. Um, that was one that I heard that I couldn't believe. It just that kind of, but you actually have to. They have to actually do a little research on that instead of just like this article is talking about just setting up call centers. This one you actually have to do a little research and call and and you know. But but people do it, and I don't know how many. I read this a couple of years ago. I don't know how many older people have wired money because they thought their grandchild or somebody was in trouble. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's crazy. I think some of the things that we can do to avoid most phone calls is immediately be skeptical, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is not hard for me. I'm a fairly skeptical person by nature. It's not hard for me either because I rarely get called by anyone. So <laughs> I'm skeptical of every phone call I receive. <laughs> Poor Jada's lonely. <laughs> no, I'm just a very in-person kind of person. Telemarketers, give Jada some calls. She needs <laughs> some calls. <laughs> There's some call center in India right now. Lighten up. They're getting older. They're like, oh, I think the last time was when I had my previous number. That was the last time I really got a scam call. Mm-hmm. And it was about uh, direct TV and my direct TV account had this issue or whatever. And they needed me to like renew it or fix the problem with my account, you know, which, you know, would involve a credit card number and an account number and all of this stuff. And 
Oh, and now another one. That and I, I was like, this is interesting. I know. I, I really just kept it going for a while because that mm. was fun for me at the time. I was yeah. having a annoying, like, I was like having a crappy week anyway. And so <laughs> I was just like, all right. Let's play smart, but with mm-hmm. the, I gotcha. Yeah, because like, I'm, I'm not the person who's ever mean to somebody who's just doing their job, mm-hmm. but scam calls, I have no mercy for, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm still, I feel no, I feel no need to be nice to you. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, because you're just bag out for my money. Anyway. Yeah, there was one time years ago, um, I was waiting on somebody at work to show up. We were, uh, I was uh, delivering something to get it to the other side of the state, and I was waiting on them, and I got a scam call. And as a dude from India, you know, saying, hey, you know, we see your Windows PC's got a problem. And, you know, (laughs) for any of you that listened to the last podcast, you know, I don't run a Windows PC. (laughs) So, you know, it's like, but, you know, I played along because, you know, he's, you know, I'm sitting on in a car on the, uh, in Asheboro waiting to meet somebody and <clears throat> he's like okay we'll click here and I'm like okay I'm, I'm clicking there and he's like okay what comes up and I'm explaining to him what he's wanting me to see uh-huh. and I'm just playing along with him for about 10 minutes and, and making enough mistakes to frustrate him you know going oh no right. I, don't, I don't see that I don't you know and I'm playing along and, and my mentality was number one I was bored and like you say you know these people may not deserve a whole lot of respect but the other thing is like if he's talking to me He's not scamming somebody yeah, else. That's true. That's I don't curse true. them out. I just waste their time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. my my aunt and my cousin, whenever like um whenever grandma's phone landline, I guess. Yeah, her grandmother gets a tremendous, tremendous amount. Of scam amount. Calls and it got to every where, day. where my, my aunt would answer and then just go on with a random story that she makes up with her in her head and they, they just they just eventually hang up on her. <laughs> and my cousin did the same thing. <laughs> he does the same thing whenever he's there. He calls, he says, hi, this is Murphy. <laughs> and it's just hilarious. Um, anyone in my family that receives a, scare, uh, a scam call around my husband just immediately hands the phone to him because he comes up with things on the spot that make everyone roll on the floor laughing. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I can't repeat most of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, because he's a very mild-tempered guy, but he loves messing with scam callers. Uh. But my brother received a scam call with a car's extended warranty, and he kept him on the phone for a while. He goes, yeah, I really want to get this fixed, blah, 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 blah. And finally, they're like, all right, are you ready to, you know, really set up the account, you know, finish all the transaction and everything? And he's like, yeah. He goes, I'm just psyched because... Until this phone call, I didn't know I had a car. (laughs) (laughs) Beep. Uh. (laughs) Immediately. With the TV, I just kept on going. They're like, we need your account number. It's like, okay, okay. One, two, seven, nine. (laughs) I just repeated a random number, and they're like, all right, we see your account. Blah, blah, blah. They kept going for a minute. And um, I was like, wow, you're really committed to this scam call. It's like, oh, this isn't a scam. Mm-hmm. It's like, we're just, we just care about your account. We want this and blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, really? Because I don't own a television. <laughs> Beep. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it was have a nice day. <laughs> yeah, and one that I have got, gotten recently was saying, like, a call saying hey, you just ordered this thing on your credit card was this legit or was this someone else and that one's one that kind of makes you think a little bit and kind of go back and kind of check your records on things and stuff um, yeah because i have had my bank actually do that yeah i know i have to you know and so while i got the person on the phone you know i'm checking 
you know, I'm not giving them any information at right. all. I have no idea if they're a legitimate, yeah. you know, person. But I'll go to a different you know, source, so mm-hmm. to speak, and, and verify what they're telling me. Mm-hmm. But I think skepticism is, is a very, very good thing to have in situations like this. Try not to be gullible. Uh, try to be skeptical and just automatically assume. When you see a phone number come through your phone that you don't know, automatically assume that it might be a scam call. <laughs> it used to be really easy for me to tell um, like scam emails and things like that, yeah. having to do with credit card information or debit card information because – I don't do anything online, generally. I'm not someone who orders things online. If I get something, I get it in person. But I just don't do a ton of shopping or uh, anything. So anytime something was just like, oh, this order went through on your whatever, I was like, no. (laughs) But now I have a husband (laughs) who does all of his shopping online. And so now I'm just like, "Uh, babe, (laughs) did you buy this? It's like, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> why <laughs> so now i have to ask and now i'm very much less sure and i will i will say one thing from from the tech tech uh point of view the nerd yeah the nerd point of view yeah microsoft will never call you yeah about anything <laughs> if yeah. microsoft calls you to say there's a problem we want to help you if it, if it, and especially if they're with a foreign accent. <laughs> okay. But Microsoft doesn't have a way. Wait, wait, wait. I just covered that in the last podcast. Microsoft probably does have a way of knowing who you are, but they're not going to let the cat out of the bag by calling you and proving they know who you are. <laughs> yeah. um, Microsoft will never call you about your computer, period. Period. Yep. Also, be skeptical of anything that says it's from Amazon. There have been a lot mm. of Amazon scams. Now, yeah, recently. I agree with yeah. that. But also, mm-hmm. I got an email. I got an email one time, and it said that my payment didn't go through on Amazon. And I looked at the email, and the the logo in the email looked like the crappiest cut and paste job in there. And I was like, "This is bull crap." I can tell that right away. But just to make sure, I went to my Amazon account. Uh, come to find Not out. Not via any links in the no, email. No, 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 no. I know, no I'm no, just, okay. I'm just okay. making sure people hear. Yeah, yeah, no. I did yeah. not click on a single thing in the email. But I did go to my Amazon account. And from there, I went through my previous orders. Come to find out, like we had rent, insurance, uh, like our, our building rent here and insurance. Several things all hit at once. And it dropped it below to the point where we couldn't below the level that that wasn't going to go through. Well, it was the truth. So sometimes you can't just look at email and automatically assume that's not real, but never click the links in there. Um, the secret's <laughs> usually in the email address. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I, yeah, I um, do that a lot. Yeah, because a lot of scammers are a lot more convincing. <laughs> Although we but, jump from phone scams to email scams, but whoops. Anyway, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I've never... I, the tip for me was when I'm the one that got the email... Because, or actually, I can't, yeah, I've gotten an email, a phone call, and text, all that say they're from Amazon. None mm. of them were actually from Amazon. Yeah. Um, I know it's a scam because I don't actually have an Amazon account. <laughs> My husband does. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> so it was really easy for me to tell that one. However, I have to make sure that, I, I, I did have to make sure that he hasn't attached my name or phone number yeah. or anything to any of his accounts. Yep. 
if someone is calling you and you are skeptical about it, but it sounds kind of moderately legit, you can verify by calling the company and making sure mm-hmm. that that this particular phone call is coming from that company. You know, that's also a possibility. I've seen one where it said uh, your purchase of like over a thousand dollars went through on Amazon. Please verify that this is your order. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> That's almost always a scam, right there. Uh, I mean, yes. They don't do that crap. They don't care how much money you spend on Amazon. They're not going to send you a, a email or a text or you know a call or anything saying, yeah. "Hey, was this you?" <laughs> but there's also like, if you're really freaked out by it, call your bank. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. Don't deal with the email. Just call your bank and be like, this is BS, right? Yeah, okay, I thought so. <laughs> Always hang up on the person and contact the company directly. Yeah. And if it is somebody, like, with my bank that's contacted me a few times, I would just be honest and say, look, I don't know if you're trustworthy. They're going to be used to the scam world. They're mm-hmm. going to understand there's a lot of scammers. They're going to right. say, okay, call us back. Yeah. You know, you're, you're yeah. not going to hurt their feelings. And, and if it's a scammer, don't worry about hurting their feelings. So. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, so, for... F- for phone scams, um, and we'll be getting into telemarketers in a minute, but there are call blocking apps. Now, I don't specific, I don't know of any. What What do you have on that? Well, I think they're built in at this those. point. Yeah, they are. I mean, most of the time they're built in. I, if you want something kind of separate and different, there is the whole true caller thing that was from. The, I don't know anything about them. You know, that was just they're from the story. I know they're out there, but they are built into both Android and iOS at this point in time. But you can you can block certain calls. You can set up all kinds of different things. I mean, I'm pretty sure you can lock down your phone where if you don't have someone's number in there, it's just not going to come yeah. through. And and one quick note about the apps um, on your phone, just your phone app, because it's built into your Android or iPhone phone app. Mm-hmm. For those of you that, that feel a little more technically comfortable with doing things, you can in your uh, phone app report numbers yeah. as spam callers mm-hmm. and that helps the rest of us because there are times where a call come through it's not marked as spam you answer yeah. it you find out oh that was a spammer yeah if you're comfortable with figuring that out it is helpful for the rest of us if you start reporting spam calls that made it through now there and this phone it's number masking and stuff like that but i have even gotten a scam call that was from somebody's number that was in my phone well, that has to do with the outbound DID, yeah. the outbound direct inward dial number that you broadcast everybody. And yeah, that can be changed. Um, you know, I guess an, an easy one is like, you know, a lot of times the call center, you get the call center's number when they call you. You don't get that individual person's uh, uh, phone number when they call you. So, yeah, those are the ones that are a little scarier because that means that that telemarketer had enough information to know a number that you would be familiar with mm-hmm. and that you would trust and that would make it way through. Yeah. Always be skeptical. And if you don't recognize that grandkid's name, it's not your grandkid. It's okay. Hang up on it. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And yeah, you, yeah, you want to report anything you can. I mean, anytime you get a chance to report the, uh, the numbers, go for it. Cause like you said, it does help out everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So telemarketers, telemarketers are, you know, these are paid people doing things that are not necessarily scams, but they're just kind of in, inconveniencing in your life. And I know some people that have worked for call centers and telemarketers and, or telemarketing stuff. Mm-hmm. But, you know, telemarketers aren't looking to scam you out of money, but they are looking to 
maybe sell you something. See, I'm nice to telemarketers in a weird way. I'm not, I'm not, I don't engage the calls. I'm just like, I'm not interested in things and I hang yeah, up. And that's, that's all I do. Yeah. Because they're te- now, they're just doing their job. Scammers I have no mercy for, but telemarketers, it's like, okay, you're just trying to make money. Like, yeah. Th- I will say this on telemarketers and I, and this actually came from this past Christmas talking to a family friend who was working for a while for a phone call center for telemarketing and she told me straight up she says listen when you do that don't just tell us you're not interested and hang up or don't just hang up tell them please take me off the list by law if you say the words please take me off the list we have to take you off the list but if you don't say those words they don't take you off the list because by their company policy they can't so then you just cycle back through and somebody else from the company will call you. So what you need to do in that case is, you know, say, take me off the list and, and do that. Uh, you can also add your number to the National Do Not Call Registry, uh, which I don't know how well that Am actually does. Am I too does. calloused to believe any of that would actually? I mean, this is going from somebody, coming yeah. from somebody who actually, I know, I'm, there's like 50 million different companies yeah, though. Yeah. So yeah. you have to do that a lot. I will say this, since talking to her, I've done that every single time and i have gotten a lot less hmm. telemarketing calls from companies but i think it's because i i believe that there are some companies that was just calling me over and over and over again and so now i'm constantly telling them please take them please take me off the list and i've been getting fewer calls so whether it is purely coincidence or she's completely right it seems that way so moving on to like abusive phone calls Abusive phone calls can be a bit different because it can be somebody just super mad at you. It can be somebody, well, I have a very interesting little story. I find mine to be a bit more entertaining <laughs> than it was scary or bad or anything like that. We ha- I had a guy call me and he talked a lot of trash to me. See, we own the, the local martial arts school here. We're one of a couple. I don't know who this guy was, but he called me and was threatening me and told me how he's going to beat me up and tell me how he's going to do all this stuff and everything else. I was more entertained by the situation than anything, to be honest with you. I am not a confrontational person. I'm just not. Um, I think we've talked about that before on the podcast. Yes, I've enjoyed jumping into the cage and fighting with people and stuff like that, but that's a competition and a sport. Personally, I am not a confrontational person. I am not looking for a fight or anything else. This guy calls me. He is telling me all the stuff he's going to do to me and everything else. I'm honestly laughing while I'm on the phone with him. I also then take the phone and put it on speaker mode so Jada can hear the situation too. And he's telling me all this stuff, and he challenged me to a fight and all this and, you know, whatever. And and I kind of laughed, and I said, I I hope you're enjoying yourself to him. And he ended up hanging up because he, he just wasn't getting to me. I guess the only thing about that whole situation was, and we've t- mentioned this on the podcast too, that whoever it was was local because that man then saw Gentry coming in one day and opening the door and he made an automatic assumption that she was my wife, uh, I guess because she was unlocking the front door. And he calls out to her and told her to, you know, send a message to her husband, blah, 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 blah. So that was the only time where it got like, oh, okay, maybe that wasn't quite as harmless, but still yet it was, you know, whatever. Um, and I think one of the big things is in a situation like that, yeah, you do need to remain calm. Don't take things personally, okay? It's over a phone. 
it's that is you definitely have nothing to prove to the dude over the phone no i did not i did not feel like it and nobody does really in that situation (laughs) i think if it is something serious um then you may need to report that to the police and i think if that had gone at any point one point strong or one step further i might have at that point in time it's Never when he called me, but the moment when he said something to Gentry when she was walking in, I thought, okay, if that had gone any different than the way it did, it was not whatever. It was just like, hey, you tell your husband such and such. And she was like, oh, okay. If you really do feel threatened or unsafe because of an abusive phone call, talk to the police. It's time to call the police. Yeah, you can block the number, all that kind of stuff. Um, I think a lot of times they can be a little bit more personal. So, uh, oh, that one was pretty personal. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't your abusive ex husband or anything. Oh, That's I got what you, I yeah. was thinking too. I got you. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. Or calls just made to scare you. Like, like things like I've heard of people getting calls in the middle of the night that was just someone like breathing heavy on the other end of the yeah, line. Yeah. And, you know, that's just scary. Yeah. Me. Exactly. Well, it's, it's intimidating. So, in that kind of situation, you do want to call the or contact the police in some way immediately. Yes, yeah. I just did not see mine as that serious, but like in situations like that, those are all very, very serious. Yeah. Yeah. I would so always err on the anytime. side of contacting yeah. the cops because you get a, a, a case start or a, a case history started. Yes, you're you're getting documented evidence. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and so instead of having anecdotal evidence that, well, yeah, you called me three or four times and you might be able to pull it up in call logs, you, you've actually got something documented with yeah. the authorities about the case. Yep. Does anybody know any of the legal... Will your phone allow you to screen record in the middle of a phone call? I mean, I know you can't record somebody without their permission, well, but... Actually, uh, in yes, North you Carolina... You can. Okay. In North Carolina, you can? Mm-hmm. As long as one of the two parties is aware... <laughs> No, mm-hmm. yeah. I know. As as yeah. One of the two parties in the conversation <laughs> is aware you can record. If you and I are talking over the phone, I'm recording it. I'm aware I'm recording it. That's legal. If you and I are talking on the phone, Brian's recording it. We don't know about it. That's illegal. Right. Okay, cool. So as long so as one of us knows. Maybe record it. Make yeah. sure you know your state's laws as far as that goes. Yes. But recording it would be a very good idea. Yeah. And, and that could be as simple as if your state requires that both parties know you just say, you, I'm recording this conversation Yeah, yeah now, I just want you to know I'm recording this if conversation. If you continue, I'm taking that as permission. Well, as long as they know, that's all they need. They don't need You don't need permission. Okay. As long as they know. And that's, uh, you know, just know your state laws on that kind yep. of stuff. Mm-hmm. I know it, yeah, like you said, in North Carolina, as long as one of us knows, we're good. Yeah, you just want to make sure that anything you do is going to be permissible if it, like, goes that far. Right, exactly. All right, and moving on to tech scams. We already talked about some tech scams as it was. You know, again... That text from Amazon that has no no kind of recognizable number. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know... Uh, I've called the the number that texted me before mm. just to see if it goes to an actual thing. Um, I only do that if it looks like a real number. Yeah. And then they know they got a real person on the other end. That's one of the things about you never respond to any of these uh, texts. You never respond to emails. You don't respond to any right. of it. Because once you've responded, they know that's a live number. And now... It, What's going on behind the scenes? There are huge lists of email addresses, huge lists of phone numbers, huge lists of logins to different sites, things like that. That's that's all bought and sold on the dark web. Is what, and I air quoted for those of you listening. Um, that's all on the dark web. <clears throat> and so, 
these lists are so massive. There are tons of email addresses that's been abandoned. There's tons of phone numbers that's been abandoned. There's tons of all that. And so when you respond, even if they don't make you fall for it, once you've responded, even answering the phone, um, if I see a spam call coming in, I a lot of times don't answer it. And I can explain why in a bit why I do answer it. But once you've answered, once you've proven, once you've responded, there is somebody on the other end. You've added value to your name on that list. Now they can resell your name in an updated list of confirmed um, active phone numbers, confirmed active email addresses. So I, I say don't respond in any way, shape, or form um, because you are, you are helping yourself remain on those lists because they get sold off again. So, And that's why we asked Thomas to be on this episode. But, Didn't you like have one scam thing about martial arts and you... Yeah, so there is a fairly popular scam going around about martial arts instructors and stuff like that that is asking for private lessons. And that was another one that I, that was one that I really had fun with. Uh, they, they, I knew exactly what it was. And they had asked me, you know, what, what would you charge for private lessons for this and this? You know, they don't ask for any kind of like, uh, classes they're just asking for certain private lessons it, they follow the same format at all the time so as soon as it came in i've had it three or four times i knew what it was so i answer back just a little bit just a ton of tests to make sure and you know so i start telling them this and that and everything else if you continue on in the conversation with them essentially they will agree to whatever you're telling them i told them i charge 200 an hour uh, for private lessons i told them that you know and they asked me about, you know, how you know, they want to do this mini and all this kind of stuff. Well, then if you continue on, they're going to basically ask you to be uh, that start asking for the personal situ uh, information. They want to wire you more money than what you're actually asking for. So you can then pay their driver of the kids that are going to be dropped off and all this kind of other stuff. So that's how they're getting to you. Um, so, yeah, I, I had a lot of fun with that guy and told him I was you know, such and such rank and how dare you. Oh, I did the 11th degree black belt, which if anybody has ever seen uh, enter the dojo uh, kind of knows where that came from. I was, a, I was entirely too important to be shuffling around money for someone else and blah, 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 and all this mess. You know, I just kind of had fun with it. Your, your Fu Manchu was quite long. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't think you understand who you're talking to. I'm 11th degree black belt. <laughs> so, but anyway, yeah, I mean, tech scams kind of follow the same stuff. Um, yeah. Don't answer block and delete. Uh, block, delete, and report. You know, and that's what I try to do as much as possible. I never told you about this. <coughs> uh oh. But I had one text come through that said, "I love you," and I didn't oh. know the number. And so I'm just like, um, <laughs> block, delete. I don't know you. Just no. <laughs> and it could have been just one of your friends. I know. I don't. I it, didn't have the n number. I'm just saying. You I know, didn't have the number. I of your didn't friends. recognize the number. Maybe it was one of the kids in the classes declaring his love for you like they do for Jada all the time. No. <laughs> I don't understand how I can't count how many five to seven year old boys want to marry Jada. Aw. Yeah. She's very, very popular in that age group. <laughs> Is it an eye level thing with the five or six? No. <laughs> all right. If you guys are looking for a really, really cool tactical pen that actually, like, looks like 
a pen and not a shotgun, then our favorite tactical pen, the Stealth Pen Pro, would be the pen for you. And if you want to know our thoughts about it, go ahead and go and check our review on it that is on YouTube. That's true. And if you want to get one, you can go to impactgear.live slash stealth pen. Be sure to use the coupon code impact defense because that will get you 20% off of that pen as well. Uh, that thing was phenomenal. We mm-hmm. put it through its paces and also have kind of... Uh, Test it with other tactical pins. Yep, put it up against some other tactical pins, and it is absolutely our favorite. Absolutely. All right, now I'm going to be reading a review from one of our viewers. This podcast was great for me to listen to and learn how to defend myself. I have learned so much from this podcast. Thank you so much to the hosts. P.S. My. What? Capybara. I have no idea what that is. It's an animal an animal it's a rodent my some type of animal loves it as well (laughs) all right guys if you would like to support us you can go down to the link in the description and you can support us starting at just 99 cents a month there are three tiers 99 cents a month there is 4.99 a month and 9.99 a month if you really really enjoy what we have to offer in our podcast also if you will tell others about it that would greatly greatly help as well please visit our website impactdefense.online for any courses articles and everything else that we have available over there and uh if you have any topic like suggestions cool oh that's true too Don't if you have, have any jacket that have on? what in the world what <laughs> <laughs> continue are you sure yes if you have any suggestions for topics I'm just here for less. oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> it's about <dead> uncomfortable <laughs> we promise not to interrupt your uh, day with telemarketing calls oh, there you go. that too <laughs>